Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. the sound of rock cracking once again you've got doc holiday's rock splitting politics right here on webtalkradio.net that's webtalkradio.net i'm your host dr ed holiday we're glad to have each and every one of you listening to this week's show we have a special special show our friends that we've interviewed on uh, several occasions daphne barack and bill ganasty have put together a book and it's called struggling for one america now you may remember they had a documentary film back toward the end of uh, last year before the election came out and it's called fighting for one america and you'll understand why they changed the word from fighting to struggling for one america they have signed a copy and if you listen to the whole show at the end of the show i'll let you know how you might be able to get the signed copy from Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. There's a way you can do it, and you'll hear about it at the end of the show. And also, I just want to say we have prepared you for something that they announce on this show. We're the first place where they announce this. It's called an NFT. I've prepared you because we've had some shows about cryptocurrency about the blockchain technology and guess what nfts and we won't go i'm not going to explain everything but a non-fungible token is called an nft it's built on the blockchain the technology of blockchain and it's gonna it is revolutionizing art and how people see and own art and guess what (laughs) they they will make an announcement about nft a special nft on the show today so listen up and uh, you may even get you a book signed by daphne barack and bill ganasty so right now let's get right on with the show and let them explain the book hello hey hey uh, doc holiday here this is bill hi doc how are you i'm doing great uh, i hope daphne didn't have to wake you up and get you out of bed. No, no. no. <laughs> we are up, but we are all scheduled one after another. Okay. Every hour or something going on. It's lots of excitement, lots of things coming up. On this week's show, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, we're going to welcome back Daphne Barak and Bill Ganasty. You had a great interview last year about the election, and you had a documentary about Trump versus Hollywood, which... Uh, was big across the country, but it touched on a base. It touched on the, what was happening in America. And now you've come out with a book called Struggling for One America. And that's what I want to talk about today, because we are struggling as a country, and, and there's a lot of division. So uh, tell me why you put this book together. 
But I will start because ladies first. Okay. Then over. Uh, because uh, while we were filming uh, Trump versus Hollywood, which was the only production that during COVID, which was a challenge, and then, you know, the George Floyd tragedy happened, so the split in the country uh, became even bigger. We realized that despite all the bad news, if we struggle and we really put our mind into it, we could really become, again, one America. I'm not talking about agreeing upon everything. Um, I mean, the beauty of America is that we're a melting pot coming from all around the world, all kinds of religions, and we respect freedom of speech. So just the idea that we have the, the key things in common, that that is what uh, really led us. And, for example, um, you know that two days before the election, Donald Trump called me, uh, President Trump then, and I put forth the actors and, and rappers in my in my film who were definitely against him and after the George Floyd even more vocal. Uh-huh. And we started a we started a conversation. I mean the White House made a press release afterwards but it was sort of, you know, lost it was a few hours before the election. But it was half an hour which was not easy. Um Donald was after four rallies. He was very tired but he put his mind into it. He listened to them. Uh, it wasn't like Kumbaya but they all really were uh, very honored, you know, to get a phone call from the White House, and uh, and he invited them to Christmas party. I took one of the money be with me to the Christmas parties, and I invited on the other end, right. Mr. Kevin Sorbo, Hercules, right, and his wife Sam. They're part of Trump versus Hollywood, the film. By the way, you can still go and see the film at uh, fightingforoneamerica.com, fighting for the number four, oneamerica.com. And oh, yeah. we took, so it was, you know, a, a group of, uh, Kevin Sorbo is a very big Trump supporter and, and his wife. And on the other hand, Manny B, a rapper which was vocal against him, uh, and was invited by Trump to the White House to the Christmas party with me and kept his promise. Jared Kushner and I asked Donald to keep his promise, though he didn't win the election. And, and he did, uh, to his honor. Mm-hmm. And basically, and there was a couple of other friends of ours who are, um, conservative and Trump supporter, and we all blended into one happy group of great three days, a Czech Republic ambassador hosted us, all kind of friends. So it shows that it is possible. And last example about that before I hand you to Bill, if you look at the book, Targeting for One America, Trump versus Hollywood, the two White Houses, you'll see on the, on the back cover, four people recommending to uh, read the book. You would expect Three of them, Rita Cosby, a radio host, very known radio host, conservative, Daryl Issa, a congressman, Republican congressman, and Roseanne Barr, right? They're all friends of us. The fourth one is a surprise, and it shows that um, we can unite, we can talk. It's one of the biggest Latino singers today, Jay Balvin. Uh, He's one of the 100 most important people of Time magazine this year. He has 48 million followers on Instagram, right? And he was dead against Donald Trump. As you recall, Ed, he actually canceled the performance at Miss Universe, which was owned by Donald Trump at that point, right after Trump announced he was running for president. Despite all, and he told me, I have text messages uh, from him, I hate Donald Trump or whatever, but he did put a beautiful recommendation about the book from all his heart. Besides saying how much he loves Bill and I, he just said, this is a very important book, Struggling for One America, Trump versus Hollywood is a very important book because we have to talk, we have to try reaching out to each other, and, and we have to remember that at the, at the beginning, 
we are one America. So it's another example that it is possible, right, Bill? Yeah. Uh, Bill? Yes, yeah, go, go ahead, Bill. See, we, uh, we picked the name Struggling uh, for One America because uh, the publisher, first of all, came to us and offered, made this offer that we should do this book. And it wasn't in our mind. We, after we made the movie, a documentary, Trump versus Hollywood, like that, it says you can get it on the on our website, fighting for number four one America dot com. Right. Uh, when we made that documentary, uh, you know, it was the fighting. The word fighting was in our mind all the time because we were fighting as Republican, uh, as delegates of Trump. Uh, you know, doing our civic duty. That's what we called it civic duty, political activity, we were doing the right thing for an American. But then the publisher said, well, are you still willing to be fighting? We said, no, let's, let's figure it out what it is. And we came up with the word struggling. Struggling for one America is a, turned out to be uh, the right word for the right thing for uh, America at this time. And when we look at it, like I mentioned just before uh, this broadcast, from economy to politics, from racism to anything that you can think of today in America, we are struggling. We are struggling with COVID-19. We are struggling with the new way of life. I mean, we don't have to uh, fight, uh, try to for an ideal or two. We have to struggle now for the same ideal to make America back again what it was that we all cherished up to this moment, and we still cherish it as Americans. So the point is, we are struggling for one America because we have to look at the larger picture. There are other countries out there. There are 192 other countries, and there are some rising Eastern powers, whether it is China, India, for that matter, Turkey, or other countries, Brazil, Mex- uh, you know, Brazil to, uh, to Mexico, to other countries that are Eastern, considered to be Eastern or Southern countries, and they have grown so fast since 1992 to until Trump came 2016. And these countries, uh, you know, since I'm a Republican delegate, this, that, I say against the globalist presence that we had during those times, 92 to 2016, they made great strides against our economy. We started to struggle throughout all those years. And now, unfortunately, uh, since this 2020 elections, nothing against the current regime, but this is the life in America for all of us. We are again struggling against the rising East. First quarter numbers just came out a few weeks ago, economic growth numbers. China grew again 15%. Turkey grew 7%. And nobody else grew, you know, America did not grow. Uh, it, it was in 0% or whatever it was, 1%, 2%, but there was not much growth. But uh, during the Trump time, uh, China, Turkey were about 3% growth, and U.S. was 3% growth. That 3% growth, equal growth, which was uh, beneficial to us to keep us still the bigger country, bigger economy in the world, is no longer now they are growing faster, and we are not growing as fast. We are struggling. So we have to, the struggling for one America applies to everybody. And, and in this book, we mentioned, and we didn't go after 
against somebody. We didn't attack anybody in this book. We just made the point that we were struggling all throughout, and we are still struggling. Look at two of us. We are two authors. We wrote this book. We struggled to write this book. And as a white American, as a uh, Republican delegate, we struggled. And we brought everybody else, 24 stars with us. They also struggled to be part of this book, part of this documentary. It wasn't easy. But they put an effort. They came out. And, uh, you know, nobody attacked anybody in this book. When when you read this book, when people read this book, uh, what these 24 stars uh, and entertainers are talking about, uh, nobody is using vulgar language. They are talking frankly about their uh, anxieties, uh, their fears, and they are they are not blaming anybody. They are struggling. That's that's the bottom line to to us individually right. and to our country. Well, Bill, that's what you and Daphne both uh, commend you for putting the book together because you did say you know it wasn't easy for each of the twenty four. Uh, actors and different people you have in the documentary in the book it was not easy for them to come out and speak their mind openly and 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 sometimes you it feels like you're getting you're getting feedback from both sides that are negative but i'm talking about if someone speaks their mind but you got everybody to speak their mind in this book but not everybody ed not everybody i'm not everybody daphne hold that thought right there i need to remind everyone that you're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net, and this is Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We are talking to Daphne Barak and Bill Ganasty, authors of Struggling for One America, Trump versus Hollywood, The Two White Houses. And we appreciate both Bill and Daphne coming on the show and helping the listeners around the country know more about this book struggling for one america and i just want to say in in the world of rock splitting politics and we cover a lot of ground and i'm just glad that we have friends like bill and daphne who will tell us about part of their lives that involves donald trump involves uh, different aspects of hollywood and different stars and we're so glad that they can come here and share that with our audience and like I said, at the end of the show, I'm going to give you an opportunity for someone to get a autographed signed book of the Struggling for One America. So now, Daphne, you're about to tell us that not everyone wanted to be in this book. So tell us who you're talking about. I'm writing in the book also have some gossip, right? Okay. Uh, so yeah. I'm, guy, I'm writing in Struggling for One America, Trump versus Hollywood, uh, the two White Houses. By the way, you can you can get the book in all the bookstores. You can get it in Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, Walmart. Uh, but I'm uh, revealing uh, about some of the people who are actually a friend of us, but they were scared to take part of the movie and the book. One of them just got some uh, uh, headlines recently. Mel Gibson, an Oscar winner, right? And uh, I have texts with him, uh, telephones with him, and he said, Daphne. I would love to come and have breakfast with you, of course, but this, why would I do it? It would just damage me. Uh, I mean, if I talk for Trump, you know, I'll get a, uh, I'll be attacked on the other side. If I said anything uh, that uh, he may understand that I'm against him, which, you know, he's not, you know, that would not be good. He opted not to do it. And, you know, recently 
he just uh, waved hi to, to Trump in a fighting event in uh, Vegas and was attacked as if he, you know, saluted to Hitler. What was that? It wow. was our 45th president. Second one is a very, very uh, uh, beloved uh, friend, uh, Sylvester Stallone, Rocky, right? He, right. You know, he has never said officially that he's Republican, but you can imagine he is. And he was a bit uh, more, uh, less straightforward because uh, we are good friends with him and Avi Lerner, one of the biggest producers of uh, Hollywood, who has done Expendable with Stallone. And Avi is part of struggling for one America, Trump versus Hollywood about the book. And uh, Stallone felt a bit well. So he didn't say no, he just said, Daphne, let's do it next Wednesday. And then Wednesday he didn't answer. And then uh. let's do it on Saturday. And then, you know, I'm going with the wife. And the, and the daughter to Malibu for two weeks. So, I mean, you know, Ed, Malibu is 10 minutes in bad traffic from Beverly Hills. It wasn't <laughs> like I'm going to Israel, right? Right. Uh, so at, at the end, I just understood it. I just said, hey, fly. I understand. You, you, you really don't want to do that. No worries. Third and last example is very good friend, Latoya Jackson. As you know, I did the famous interviews with Michael Jackson and his parents. Matoya right. is a good friend of Bill and I. Uh, she really uh, very close to us. After Michael Jackson died, she came to our hotel suite and cried and, and shared her pain. And she just text messaged my booker, Jill Tucker. She said, Jill, I love Daphne and Bill so much. I will do anything with him, but not this. I'm uh, not going to talk against Donald yeah. Trump because you know exactly what, what will happen. And I'm not going to talk for him. Uh, because then I'm losing, I will lose a lot of uh, audience and a lot of deals. And as you know, Donald Trump was really nice to Latoya in Apprentice. He really backed her. But that's it. We, so it's not that we convinced everybody to talk. We did convince a lot. Another realistic example is Tushar, the very famous writer, who started struggling for one America, the Trump versus Hollywood. And mm-hmm. I convinced several of them, as you know, to talk to Donald Trump. Right. And, and too short at the beginning was very open to it. I have to give him the credit. And his manager was uh, talking to me and the uh, Trump senior African-American advisor to set it up like the others. And then, you know, just before the conversation was supposed to happen, too short Bill and I and his manager had lunch in Los Angeles. And it was just a day or two after Ice Cube. Another rapper got a lot of a a lot of backlash because he shared with the public that he was uh, talking to Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, to try to work together. And two shots today, that you know, let's have lunch. Let's forget about going to talk to Trump right now. Let's see who is winning the election. He was backing. He was cooling his heels, and there's a lot of pressure or from their community not to talk to the other side. So. Um, it's complicated, right, Ed? Yeah, well, see, when I said that, I, I meant the people you did get to speak to put in the book, but I'm glad you pointed out that there's a lot more out there that you could not convince to be in the book and and have a conversation. But one thing, reading your book, and, you know, I did watch the documentary, and I invite all our listeners out there to, to go to fightingforoneamerica.com and see the documentary goes right along with the book but the way i look at it you got more in the book than the documentary could contain you got a lot yes. more conversation in the book which makes it very interesting hollywood and media is liberal in america and uh, after mm-hmm. comes from that past 20 years makes the money makes a living from that 
And then she goes and registers as a Republican delegate, Trump delegate, in a toxic environment. How do you explain that? Yeah. Why would somebody do this? And we justified it in the book, saying that simply, we acted as Americans. doesn't matter whether we are this or that. We acted as an American, and as an American, we learn we are naturalized Americans. We are not born here. We were not born here. So we learned that your civic duty is, you know, to go uh, to participate in elections, to run for office. It's one of the great duties of privileges of being American. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And the other one is to do the civic duties. Civic duties is be part of, if you don't run for election, go become a delegate, for instance. This is what we learned. We said, okay, if somebody has to be a delegate, if there is a candidate like an outspoken, like a Trump, this is, we are talking 2015, June, uh-huh. we said, hey, if he is gutsy like this, coming out and saying that he's going to make America great again, we're going to give him a chance because we are Americans. He's an American. Now, everybody called us then crazy. and But nobody is calling us crazy anymore because we did the right thing. And some other people, lots of other people, did not do the right thing. So that's, that's the bottom line. Nobody is blaming nobody else, but we are proud to have done our own duty to our own country, chosen country, and we support it. And the book explains that, that phenomenon. Absolutely. And, yeah. And Bill, I just wanted to point out to our listeners and everybody listening to this that you and Daphne did do your country well by getting by participating and and there's some there's this feedback now that you know when you say oh you get feedback and negative if you go out and say anything with this freedom of speech is what made america great and i love your book and you told us about the word struggling for one america reading your book and i don't know if anybody's told you but reading your book it reminds me exactly of the struggle of the caterpillar and if you try to undo the cocoon or what the caterpillar's in, then it dies because it has to struggle on its own to build the yeah. muscles that it will need to fly like a butterfly and become the butterfly and fly. So when reading your book, it's exactly where I see America now. It's important for the struggle and important for free speech and not to... Uh, be so negative what what uh there's so many people out there want to strike someone down for speaking up we need free speech we need to struggle mm-hmm. and we got something beautiful that's going to happen if if uh, people will talk to each or each other like they have in your book and in your documentary so thank you for bringing this to america and i want to tell you ed talking about the, the word beautiful uh, since you have the book, and we have a surprise for your listeners, we're going okay. to sign uh, one copy of the book, both Bill and I, and send it to you today, so Great. you can decide which one of your listeners you want to uh, give the book yes. uh, on your we- behalf and ours. Well, it's a beautiful book. I was very happy that the publisher decided to include photos, because, you know, in some of the political books, as my last one and, and Bill's last one, uh, there are no photos because I guess because of budget, uh, uh, you know, less pages, less color. This time he decided that uh, to include photos. So that it's really making a beautiful coffee table book. Absolutely, yeah. Right? I, I, I got to, you know I've read your book and the and the photographs are beautiful 
you know they're not they're just done right and the the color this color and it's it's just great pictures that go right along with the book so i, I want listeners to know that when you see when you see money be the rapper who couldn't even think that he will talk to donald trump partying in the white house vat most vat christmas party uh taking photos with the top of Trump world, like Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, Mark yes. Ford, the chief of staff of Mark Pence, uh, Steph, uh, the governor of, uh, of Texas, Texas Abbott. Yes. Uh, and, Abbott. and you mm-hmm. see, wow, it's possible. And it's a beautiful Christmas tree. They tell a beautiful story. Or you see me and Melania gossiping in uh, Mar-a-Lago, just, you know, posing. It just shows us gossiping. Exactly. Just, you get an inside story of me and Donald relaxing after he finished another golf round, I mean, you, you get the feeling that maybe you are there with me as well, right? It, it does. You, you said it beautifully when you said it tells a story. When you look at the pictures, I mean, the book is great, and it has its whole story. But when you look at the pictures, it tells the story and, and just beautiful photographs that's in the book. So that is an outstanding asset to the book that, that you just don't see very, like you said, in political books, you rarely do you see such beautiful pictures that tell a story within the story of the book. Well, on that note, on yeah. that note Ed, um, we can a little bit talk about on the NFT element, because yes. NFT is, a, uh, like Daphne says, going to the moon thing. Uh, or who can do this thing? Only America can do this. Only America went to the moon 50 years ago. Now everybody else is going to the moon. They will go in the next 10 years lots of countries, but we did it as Americans 50 years ago. So we are ahead of uh, everybody else, in a sense, as a country. That's why we are the sole superpower. And in this time, we, because, like I mentioned earlier before the broadcast, we are working on, on this book. Yes, we are working on a documentary or two right now this year, but we are also working on our first ever dramatic motion picture movie on Amy Winehouse. We already signed the contract. It is already underway, and we're going to announce it soon. Uh, But uh, aside from all that, we were uh, invited to become part of a a new venture by major banks. And this venture has to do with NFT. And we had no clue about what NFTs are, what crypto money is. And what we did is uh, we ended up listening for three months in the past, you know, to this date. And what we learned about it, we said this is a new platform. Only in America we can do, let's say, what Amazon did, what Google did, uh, how America went to the moon, all these 12 carriers that we have that nobody else has in the world, you know. Yeah. America is one of a kind in many places. Uh, although I always write and argue that America is decaying and uh, East is rising, China, India, Turkey, and everybody else are rising, and we are decaying. I am blaming everybody from 1992 to 2016. In other words, I'm blaming Clinton, Bush 43, and Obama. And uh, But I am right because we lost uh, economy. We lost 60, 11% of our economy. We, uh, we lost. We were, we were controlling 26% of the global GDP. Right. And uh, by the time Obama left, 
and we were controlling only 15%. So we, we lost the 11% global GDP to other rising powers. So from that perspective, from that negativity, uh, we are now struggling for One America. Well, we are struggling for One America with NFT platforms. Why? This is a new way of another bubble or another wave. It's coming up, and we understand uh, at, uh, at this moment that this is a new platform that uh, America is going to take the lead in this and on that we entered into a venture that is soon to be announced in the next two three days we can okay. always come back and talk more about it yes but this venture is going to bring all the intellectual properties that uh, America is known for to have with Hollywood with media with all this power we have all that intellectual property that dominated the world. That's what we are talking about. Now they are finding a new platform for themselves on this NFT world. It's an art thing, but it is also the news and the Hollywood uh, media and the Hollywood entertainment world uh, integrated into this world. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna start with this thing with uh, combining with our movie, Amy Winehouse movie, with our first NFT is coming up. Coming up on uh, yeah. on Amy Winehouse. So actually, you will be uh, you'll be our first first announcement tomorrow. It will be a huge story uh, in the New York Post and uh, Extra TV and right. all over. Uh, so the first Amy Winehouse NFT is you know Friday is a very sad 10th anniversary for her death, and it's a will be the first out of six and the first out of series of 18. Amy Winehouse, Michael Jackson, and Whitney Houston, the, the mutual thing they all have, besides the fact that I did the big interviews with them and their families, is that they all died tragically right. from uh, addiction. Yeah, and, so sad. And, uh, basically, so if you'll see tomorrow in the post, but I'll give you the first announcement. Okay, if great. If your listeners will go to www.com, OG2D.com. OG2D, like Daphne.com. Huh. As of tomorrow, they will see the first Amy Winehouse NFT out of six. It's beautiful. You have silver, you have gold. But it's really to telling a story about uh, how a huge talent like her uh, ended so tragically. Uh, and addiction don't just happen, as we know, right? Right, and, and and every family knows people who have trouble with addiction all across America. It, it's it's it is a it's a ravaging uh, a heartache. Yeah, and and uh, that's another time we have to come and talk about it because this NFT will make a lot of noise. And the reason we decided to start it with these three because I wanted you know uh, after COVID uh, when the numbers will come in after COVID, how many more people? are uh, addicted uh, because of the lockdown yeah. and the stress and the violence. Uh, and one thing, I don't want to bring Donald Trump into it right now, but one thing, he might have made mistakes and um, people criticize some of the things he did towards the end, but he did do something which no president did before. He did bring the opioid to the front row. There were some people like before, like Nancy Reagan or Betty Ford, who, who really advocated against addiction, but that was the first lady stuff. That's not equal to the president of the United States putting opioid on the front row, naturally because of COVID and other things and and as a racial uh, rage, um, we lost the focus. But it was a good thing that he brought it to the front row. 
and uh, God knows what numbers we'll get uh, post-COVID, and COVID is not over, as we know right now, it's coming back. Time to deal with it. And that's why I said let's dedicate, let's use all the publicity as of tomorrow to advocate against addiction and put uh, minutes of my interviews or images with three of the biggest icons who ended very badly. And uh, maybe maybe it will open some people's eyes or, or wake up some people who are in denial. You're so right, Daphne, and I appreciate you uh, using Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics to announce first about the NFTs. And you can go there by uh, going to OG, the number 2D.com, OG2D.com. And I will put this on the front page of the introduction if you want to look at uh, the Web Talk radio website for Doc Holliday. We'll put this up on the caption for this week's show og2d.com and i just uh, appreciate you using doc holiday's rock split and politics to announce this to the world and there's so much i cannot get everything in so we're going to uh, come back next week finish up the interview with uh, daphne and bill about uh, the struggling for one america but you can get a copy of the book and this is the way we are going to have a paragraph content not a not a full essay contest, but send me a paragraph of how do we struggle for one America? How do we come together for one America? Tell me your best thoughts of how we can do that in one paragraph. Send it to ed at docholiday.org. ed at docholiday.org. Dot org holiday has two wells in it uh, send me that the email is your best paragraph and send that to us by august 2nd monday august 2nd by midnight and one winner will be picked out of all these essays so please send us your best essay how can we be the best one america see you next week right here on webtalkradio.net doc holiday's rock splitting politics Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHoliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.